Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Definitely in the Christmas spirit here on the last day of November. In fact, the Holly Jolly One himself will be out and about a couple of times this weekend. As for today's show, it covers a lot of Christmas. Jeremy Haig returns to the show to talk about the Haig Brothers Holiday Jam, as well as a few other topics. Then from the Sioux Falls Catholic Diocese, Mark Kanzemius makes his first appearance to tell us about this year's Christmas at the Cathedral. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Whatever you're drinking and whatever you're drinking it out of might very well be determined by where and when you're listening. Whether it's a cup of coffee, glass of milk, mug of beer, cocktail, glass of wine, or flute of champagne, lift it high and toast to standing the test of time. The two aforementioned events have longevity. This will be the 15th Holiday Jam and the 27th Christmas at the Cathedral. But tonight, there's something that's always setting its own standard. There's a live recording of the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. It's going to be the 21st episode and marks the group's fourth Christmas show. And that show starts at 7.30 at the Icon Lounge in Sioux Falls. The Weekend Deep Toast is brought to you by The Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun. That is best had with friends. So have fun playing darts, shooting pool, listening to great live music from local musicians. Pretend you're one of them and have fun singing at karaoke. And by the way, if you need some extra room to hold a company party or a benefit, well, The Sky's back room fits that bill. No matter what's going on at The Sky, it's local and it's lively. Honorable mention. What over the past week made Dave laugh, guffaw, chuckle, chortle, giggle, smile, or maybe even shed a tear of joy? Well, I had the pleasure of doing some voiceover work for Old Town Dinner Theater for their production of Every Christmas Story Ever, which opens tonight in Worthing. Now, doing some VO work isn't unusual, but what made this one worth talking about is a script. Absolutely hilarious. Find out for yourself. The show runs through January 7th. In fact, can't wait to see it and hear it myself in a few weeks. All right, coming up later in the show, we hear from Christmas at the Cathedral producer Mark Kinzemius. Up next, Jeremy Haig 
on the Dave Holly Hour. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics inside Oscar's Mini Storage. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready-to-purchase items. Bisque studio time or painting parties are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in person today or email tjsceramics at gmail.com for more details. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several microgrants to local artists no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssiouxfalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Microgrants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssiouxfalls.org. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Oh, just say it along with me now because you know that we're back after that commercial break. And that means... It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. It's been a while. He is in the top 10 of all-time guests, though. Wow. Yes. But uh, it's been a while since he has been on, and we haven't talked about Christmas yet, so we're going to. Jeremy Haig from the Haig Brothers, how are you? I'm good. Hello. Hi there. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. In fact, we've got the Dipsy Doodle Production Studio now mm -hmm. that you get to walk in. I adore it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, for those of you listening at home, there are a lot of distracting eye candy type items in this room. <laughs> I'll do my best not to get distracted. Wow. It's yeah. It's casting and, a spell on me. Well, and we keep growing and improving and so forth. Yeah. You know, we, we got nicer booms for the uh, microphones now. Yeah. So uh, the only thing we don't have yet is a table that doesn't make noise when people pound it. Okay. Yeah. So stay away from that, you know, because you might get, you know, starting to play the keys and so yeah. forth. Yeah, that was only about a third of my material. Yeah. It'll be okay. <laughs> All right, and uh, so the Hague Brothers Holiday Jam is coming up once again. How many years now? Well, this is year number 15. Wow. Yeah. Will we have a, a special uh, for that then? Yeah, there's, we, uh, we've invited uh, the horn section from Spoon Cat. So oh, yes. we are joined. We already have, of course, a couple of saxophones and a trumpet yeah. in the form of Matt, Joel, and Jimmy that play mm -hmm. in the Holiday Jam group and have for years. And we're adding to that the four horns from Spooncat, wow. the original four horn players. Because we are, well, we're just that way. And it's the 15th year, and we're going to blow a great horn of plenty. <laughs> That's how it is. What are our dates and where are they? I know that uh, I'm I'm going on uh, Saturday the sixteenth. Mm -hmm. That's uh, the here at the Washington that's Pavilion. That's the last show, okay. the flagship show at the Pavilion. Will also be. Uh, we're around the state the week prior in okay. places including Aberdeen, Pier, Huron, Mitchell, Brookings. We're in Sheldon, Iowa. The dates are all on our. I, I don't know if I'll get the dates exactly right. I do know that the extra horns, like our our guests, will be joining us. Um, in the state for the Mitchell show on Tuesday, the 12th, 
and then in Brookings on Thursday the 14th. And also in the Sioux Falls show on the 16th. So right. that's a lot of yeah. fun. Looking forward to that. You It'll know, be, and, well, I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah. And the uh, week yeah. from today, rehearsals start. Oh my. Um, it seems <laughs> that people are sometimes surprised by that, but we have pros and we can send out music and True. people do a 90% of their homework and is done ahead of time. And there's, we have a long history with a lot of these performers. So a lot of this can come together pretty quickly. You know, that was one of the things I think the first time you were on the show. Uh, mm, yeah. and, and we were talking about, uh, you know, well, what do rehearsals take and so forth? Yeah, no. We just get together two or yeah. three days. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. And yeah. uh, like you said, you do have pros. I mean, uh, you know, the people that are already familiar with the horn section and so forth in what you traditionally have on stage. Yeah. And then there's going to be people that understand, oh, Spooncat. And then uh, the whole melding of them together is obviously just going to be powerful <laughs> that's the idea and uh it's always a powerful show regardless mm -hmm. uh who else is coming back then that we would notice uh i'm glad you asked we have um christian zamora is back on violin always fun mm -hmm. to have him performing and allison nash is back oh, as our featured excellent. vocalist yeah it'll be great um she's always such a delight it's this, I think, is the 12th year she's done the show with us. Wow. Out of the 15, um, in some fashion. Matt Wallace as well? Matt Wallace is okay. coming back on tenor saxophone. He's done all 15 yeah. years. We're going to have to start handing out actual plaques, <laughs> participation <laughs> plaques. Like you, oh, like you were in school. Here's yeah. the thing. Some of these people don't really like holiday tunes that much. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not. Uh, it spikes and negative ratings for some people. Because it's a it's a niche of music that maybe people would rather not have too much of, but these performers still stick with us and do this stuff every year. <laughs> it's a little bit of an upset. Yeah, we're very fortunate. Very fortunate indeed, because uh, you know, like Matt's played uh, with some big big names. Yeah, he's, uh, Allison's uh, doing quite well. He's got really famous people's phone numbers. Matt yeah. does, and then stories about him. You'll see somebody on TV. He goes, "Oh, I got to tell you about the time uh, it was in, <laughs> in India." Really, Matt? Yeah, it's, he's got <laughs> stories that span the globe that cross over into a lot of uh, spaces that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, yeah. Now, how did you meet a lot of these people? Obviously, the Sioux Falls folks we know. Yeah, but uh, you know what? When it comes to all the others that you've brought in over the years. How the connections happen? The relationships happen through, well, uh, a, a lot of the relationships were enabled by things like the Sioux Falls Jazz and Blues Society because it offered performance opportunities, traveling opportunities to go perform mm -hmm. assembly programs. That led to the kind of the alliance between Joel and Jim and Andrew and myself where we play a lot together. Um, the Spooncat guys we have a long history with. We just met because... We were young and didn't know any better and thought, yeah, let's start a band with nine people in it. Let's do that. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Especially with, the take. With uh, with Matt, I had played with him a couple of times when he would come up to play at Touch of Europe. Okay. And I'd be the piano player that guested with the band. Yeah. And I just called him out of the blue and said, I got an idea. Do you want to do it? He goes, yeah, count me in. I got to move a thing. He had to move like a date that he had on his calendar but count me in i'll get back to you and sure enough he was in on this idea i had yeah and, and that's, that, been a that's great what idea. led to the that's what led to the large group that makes up holiday jam 
Yeah, and I'm assuming uh, tickets are at a premium right now because uh, they are going well. Out. We have a we we're, we're selling good tickets. There's still tickets to go. That mm-hmm. that place has a lot of seats. Yeah, but there. it's also great to be in those seats when you guys are playing. And uh, you know, it's really great to be on stage. <laughs> that room never. You know, there are a lot of people in that orchestra. I know you've talked to them where yes. they say that never gets old. That's true. Go out on stage every time. Yeah. You'll be there hundreds of times. You go out on that stage, it just never gets old. Yeah, when you get eighteen hundred people there, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a treat. It's yeah, you make it rock, and then the audience makes it rock as well. I agree. Yeah, except uh, except for my granddaughter. One year, she was so excited, and uh, we tried to get her to take a nap in the afternoon, but she wouldn't. And so after two songs, <laughs> she was flatlined the rest of the oh, show. That's, yeah, that's sort of what we. Uh, <laughs> that isn't. She's not the only one. That's yeah. what I'll say about that. She's not the only one. We had a year where somebody came in a full-on Batman outfit, little kid, and her parents were them. I'm sure it was like, Dad's like, well, are you going to, I told you to dress up. This is dressing up. You know, okay, well. <laughs> and the kid was throwing a fit, and it was while we were trying to introduce a song. It led to a, well, there was a hullabaloo in the pavilion. Yeah. I remember, and it involved Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so see the stories you have now for 15 yeah for the 15th year we've done that show and we've done it around we've done it out in the hills in deadwood and spearfish and rapid city we've done it in up in st paul a couple times at the mm-hmm. fitzgerald theater we've done it in iowa and down in omaha and all over south dakota all right we're gonna get to talking about omaha in a little bit here okay. as well but let's kind of finish up here sure on um holiday jam first What's been the most fun thing you've ever done as a group then? It's a good question. I think for me, it's hard for me to speak on behalf of everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult question to, to get into their heads. Speaking for myself, I think some of the most fun we've had have been some of the trips where we spent time on the road apart from the shows. Yeah. Shows are fun, but they're only two hours. Sound checks another couple... A lot of the day is the rest of the day. The, we've had some times at lodges and places out in the middle of nowhere in South Dakota that in the winter, right, where hilarity ensued, uh, and we'll always, always remember. Good. Some great cooking happened. Some great stories. Laughing so hard that it our sides hurt. Yeah. See, now you mentioned cooking. First thing that is, you were talking about traveling and so forth. Was uh, are there any favorite establishments? That it's like, oh, we get to go here because we can stop here. Um, we typically were on site. There are a couple places that send us to a, an establishment for the meal before the concert. Right. But for the most part, we're at the beck and call of the people that have hired us and are paying and promoting the show when we're on the road. Uh, we have had good relationships with some of the people downtown near the pavilion that you might expect for Concerts and gathering, like mm-hmm. gatherings post-concert and receptions and things like that. We've had that in Rapid City as well. We've had it in, we've had fun shindigs before and after. Typically these happen at people's houses though, are the ones that are the most memorable. Where a sponsor opens up their residence and they have the cater or they have, or everybody just brings stuff. Like potluck style. Oh, and usually, of like course, a there's a piano there and in the in the home, and then a concert will break out after <laughs> the appropriate amount of warming up. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel that that's like a a post show encore? Then, besides your encore on stage, a little bit. Somebody's place it can and... be, and it sounds it almost sounds corny, and it 
is perhaps corny, but when we had Tim Kobza join the band a few years back, he from from Omaha, friend mm-hmm. of ours, uh, lives in Los Angeles. He was back, joined us on guitar, and went along with us to Pier, and went to one of these homes afterwards where he was regaled with stories and just the atmosphere and the feeling of warmth. And he said, I knew that the shows would be fun. This is what I will never forget for the rest of my life. This is magical. This is what I'm going to tell people about. So there's a... There's a special quality to that type yeah. of connection. Great testament to uh, yeah. what what the band does besides just playing. I hope so. Yeah, you know, because you're, it's it's easy to tell that you're having a good time up there, that you're friends. Yeah, uh, that everything works. The the chemistry is there no matter who you bring in. John and I like to surround ourselves with our well. They're, we're friends with these people, but we're yeah. lucky to have talented friends. Yeah, <laughs> very talented. It. Yeah, well, and, and talented individuals. The two of you are. That's kind of you. Yeah, well, you know, see, I, I do the same thing. I surround myself with talented guests. Yeah. That's what yeah. makes the show keep going. Well, uh, you, is that a dare for me to grind this to a halt? <laughs> I've done it before. Dave, I'll do it again. Uh, no. Remember that time I asked you about when the last time you wore a clown suit was? You said, how did you? And I was not aware at the time that you spent so much time professionally. Yeah. As a clown. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because uh, somebody took a picture of themselves holding a picture of me as a clown from probably 25 years ago and put it on Facebook today. It's like, well, that was a minute ago, wasn't it? It's also yeah. a, a huge validation of social media, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> picture them holding the picture of you yeah. and then clown regalia. <laughs> Perfect. It doesn't get much better. Civilization. Yeah. I'll now take your questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they come back and look at, uh, you know, 2023, uh, and they'll take a look at that and go, hmm, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that didn't bring it to a screeching halt by no. any means. No. no, we keep chugging along because we got too many talented people in this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I tell it often. Uh, and then, you know, you're a returning guest. You've been on a few times. Um, and I still have new guests. I have people asking to be on yeah and asking to return to be on and uh and and then i keep going out there's still people from my original list of over 50 people that i was planning on interviewing that i've never talked to because other things come up meet other people new talent so forth i've got a list of 30 people right now that i've never had on the show i usually have two people on per week yeah that's 15 weeks right there yeah yeah I have a question for you. Yes. So it has to be a thrill to meet some of these new people and hear the stories. Oh, it's just, it's yeah. thrilling. Uh, give me a couple recent highlights. I know you'll be leaving people out. That's not the intention. Oh, right. But just a couple of highlights for new voices to the area. Betty Kay. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, she was just in her Vaudy show a uh-huh. week back. Fantastic singer. Yeah. Uh, even greater person. And it was one of those that, I had seen her in uh, a play last year. Didn't get a chance to talk to her afterward or anything. Uh, but then this past summer, she was in Bear Botkin's Theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she did a fantastic job. So I go up to introduce myself to her. Talking to her is Sarah Crosby, whom I've known and mm-hmm. actually did some work for with DAPA years ago. And I walk up and Sarah says, Whatever he asks, do it. 
Okay. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Uh, so I tell her, you know, hey, great. And then Sarah had a connection to her because Betty is an alum of the same college that Sarah went to. And it's not from around here. No. Okay. And so she had seen her uh, perform in her college days because she's on the board down there. So yeah. Forth. And uh, then she found out Betty was coming up to Sioux Falls. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And then I found out, because I'd only seen the acting side, that she's an incredible singer. And just could not resist then mm -hmm. uh, finding out how great of a singer she is. And what was uh, so fun was when I got to interview her on this show just uh, about a month back. Sure. She said a phrase that I use a lot. And she's the first woman I've ever heard say, boy, howdy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a nice affirmative. Oh, boy, howdy. It's, uh, well, it's a good affirmative. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, howdy. <laughs> How, uh, yeah. Does she, does she get the appropriate rasp in her voice? When she says it, yes, perfect. Yeah, she's got okay. it down. There oh, it she's she's a uh, she's a pro. Okay, and she's like twenty two or twenty three. That's probably. good. This yeah. makes my this makes me happy. Yeah, every time that you see somebody new, and you mm -hmm. know, uh, my wife and I go to a lot of DAPA shows, mm -hmm. and people will say, well, "What are you guys going to DAPA for? You don't have any kids or grandkids in that, do you?" No, but uh, you're going to see some incredible performances. First of all. And then in a few years, they're going to be in uh, the Premier Playhouse. They're going to be at Old Town. They're going to be at Corson. They're going to be playing in bands and so forth. And you're going to go, oh, yeah, they were in that DAPA program, weren't they? And, and people don't realize because we've got this, not only do we have this incredible population of talent, we have it in the form of a train. Yeah, there's and some, it just keeps there's a pipeline along. that yeah that can produce a discipline. Yeah, and an expectation that one will perform and that there will be an audience. And these are good things. And, and you have it, uh, you know, in the fact that uh, you're at Augie as a professor, so you get to see a lot of that, and you you kind of uh, go, ooh, now there's somebody that I think you know has got some real possibilities. Um, and, and you get to not only view that, but you get to nurture it too. Yeah. I'm constantly revisiting in my mind or trying to imagine or reconstruct what a dummy I was in college <laughs> as I maneuver my way with these. I'm very impressed with the caliber of students that is populating Augustana right now. Yeah. I, I really think they're terrific on the whole. I'm just, I think back to what I was like. Oh, I know. Yeah. I had gaps. Dave. <laughs> oh. Did they have particular brand names? No, it oh. wasn't, wasn't even those kind of gaps. Okay. Uh, those, no, those habits emerged later. Uh, <laughs> this was just, I had plenty of, uh, I could be dumb all on my own. Yeah, it was a quite a we skill. We found the quote for this week's show. I could, I be, could be dumb, dumb on all my on my own. own. Yeah, back in yeah. those days, we didn't have the help. The immediate help oh, no to be kidding. dumb. Yeah, remember having to look up in an encyclopedia? Yeah, or just <laughs> trust that maybe the person talking to you might know what they're talking about. It's a horror show, but we did it and changed our tires, whatever it was. I don't know. Well, getting... and, and think of the, uh, the things available to them technology-wise now, too. 
Yeah. And Scrabble uh, had a whole different dictionary. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, and then, you know, like I'm recording this digitally. Nice, nice little thing here. Uh, and I age myself when I tell stories about my first job and say, oh, so then the guy that I, you know, he had interviewed somebody and I had interviewed somebody. He says, hey, you want to swap tape? Swap tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I was going to mention that. I had a feeling that was where that was going. There's so many terms. The inertia of language. Yeah. You know, we, we just co-opt the term and use, we say that in digital editing. We splice even though there's no cutting True. anymore. It's yeah. all digital information we still call things clips they're not yeah. clipped from anywhere they're yeah, didn't have to get out a razor blade nope and a didn't have to get out a razor blade we don't we still store it in bins even yeah. though those aren't real bins no nope. <laughs> so call it a light board you don't need to put light behind it you can change the color to whatever you want on a computer monitor there's all these uh, uh legacy terms have we still call it a mat right the channel and through like a news splash saying yeah. channel four Watch it all day. You know that we still call these things what they were called in the 19th century or the early 20th century. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of fun. But, uh, you know, it goes on and uh, so do we. And you keep going on in great ways. Um, <laughs> one of the fun <laughs> shows that I saw in this past year, this okay. uh, last winter, uh, my love and I came down to Omaha to see you yeah. perform uh, and uh, at a, a wonderful old uh, venue. Yeah. Uh, and put on what I loved as a show. <laughs> Everybody that comes in gets a number. Yep. Everybody gets a sheet of different songs that you'll play. And then you guys don't have a set list. Mm -mm. You call out a number and that person yeah. gets to choose. And if I remember right, by that show, we had start, we realized that it tended to deflate expectations if we just called out numbers in order because then people with enough of a high number. Right. Sort of like the Vietnam draft kind of knew they weren't going to get called. Right. And it led to uh, dissatisfaction. So instead we just let Matt, the sax player, yeah. you know, pick any number he wants, sort of keep track. And that way anybody could be picked at any moment to request their song. Yeah. yeah. So we don't know what songs are being requested it's a scrambled set list. Yeah. Uh, and the name of the show eggs, is right. called Scrambled Eggs. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if you can believe it, I'm growing up in Del Rapids, out of kindness, perhaps. I don't know if it was out of kindness. It might have just been, it never occurred to anybody to use egg puns with our last name. It really didn't. We avoided that <laughs> for years were, and years. Yeah. And now, now we do all request shows in Omaha, and there it is. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, hey, go with it, though. If it works, you keep bringing people in because you guys end up doing a couple of shows down there. When you yeah, it's a, a night, it's a, you? it's a fun, it's a fun conceit. Uh, we found that we've even resorted to, uh, Matt has put plants in the audience to make sure that they, <laughs> uh, to help make sure the set list gets fleshed out and that uh -huh. they can call. And there are some people that will come see us that have in mind that they're going to let the band pick, oh. knowing that the band might be able to manage expectations. Mm -hmm pick something that could steer the night in a different direction but overall the audience takes this job seriously and it's not just uh, the hive mind lowest common denominator jukebox mentality they will try to craft a concert and yeah. think well now i want to hear this based on this exactly. last song i was going to pick this but then you played the bruce hornsby song and now i want to hear this <laughs> and it changes the night and uh, as you said we come out there 
saves a lot of time beforehand because we like, what are we going to play tonight? We don't know. Yeah. We have we have just as much lead time as the audience, <laughs> and we're off. And it yeah. works. It yeah. works. Uh, great, great time, and uh, so happy that you guys have that. Uh, what about uh, some of the other shows you've been doing then too? Well, for the most part, now my brain is just in holiday mode. Mm -hmm. I will say we have what we have in the works. The the fun thing we get to do is a variety of combinations, sort of our a la carte, adding people as we saw fit. I would say in the last year, the most fun outside show that I did, a couple of them. One, I got to play with my old band, Hot Rod Chevy Kevy, as yeah. they were inducted into the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was a good time because I saw people I hadn't seen in years. Mm -hmm. And it was a hoot. It was a formative experience. Yeah. It went by in a strange blur. And it was younger a, times. Yeah, it was a big, big name at that time. Yeah, yeah I mean that yeah. was that the was, band. That was my, that was my, entry into that world was yeah. joining that band and going on salary and traveling around this part of the country, backing up fifties and sixties artists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the other thing was when Mark Romanowski and Joel Shotwell did that dual CD or vinyl release, right. the album release concert in May at the Belvis Theater. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. A yeah. whole bunch of people on stage that. I never thought we'd all be in a band at the same time. I'm going to cross that off our list. And, and see, uh, you know, that little bit I was telling you about people that haven't been on the show? Yeah. Romanowski is one of them that I need to get on. Oh, he'll He's be, on the list. You'll need, you know how uh, sometimes half-hour shows on TV will have part one and part two. Even sometimes <laughs> if they just get going, it's part that you'll need a part two. Okay. Romanowski. <laughs> There's going to be some ground to cover. Can I tell yeah. you a story about of course. Romanowski and I? Yeah. And you can bring it up with him when he's on. You know where we met? Hmm. Shatek Bible Camp. We were in, really? this, in between sixth and seventh grade. Wow. Yeah, we laugh about it now. There was and a talent show that week. Neither one of us was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we were shy kids. What can I say? Did you know about each other's talent show? Not at all. We just were in the same just, cabin. Just... We got to know each other. Then later, he's in Violet. And then we started our little band. And it's like, hey, wow. How you doing? Shit tech, right? Yeah, it was great. Oh, my. So you do have stories. A little bit. Yeah, you got them. They're, they're building up, too. That's what's always fun. You get yeah. to look back and, and think about all the fun that you've had. All right, so now we we must cross over to the sports world. Okay. Yes. And I'm not sure why my lights are flashing right now. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's because it's like breaking news. You're going to yes. go to the sports da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. world. Yeah. All right, uh, so how have the Twins done in the offseason? I haven't been paying terribly close mm -hmm. attention. They took... Well, they made the announcement they were going to cut payroll a bit, and we'll see how much they cut payroll. Right. But it looks like it'll be a real cut. That means material changes to the roster that they have a playoff-ready roster, even with the people leaving. They're mm -hmm. in pretty good shape, but they, they'll they need to find the new people for this coming year. There's always new people. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. We went to the first wildcard game where they finally won a playoff game. We were, Excellent. John and I were going to a Peter Gabriel concert uh -huh. that night and in the cities. And then that game emerges and becomes a 3.30 start. Well, we can go to that game and then get over to the concert. It'll work. <laughs> we just got to plan how we eat differently. That's uh, okay. Eat so, at the ballpark. We ate at the ballpark. Yeah. And we were at the game and somebody came next to us. Somebody who's probably been to, I don't know how many 
games they've been to, but mm -hmm. they said, why the atmosphere was electric. I said, why isn't it always like this? And I said to them, it's Italian food. It can be like <laughs> this all the time. You just have to care about it enough to make it like this yeah. all the time. That was my analogy in Target Field. Is I there actually brought up Italian food. Italian food. Yeah, they take it seriously and every single store. time. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it's like see, that all the time. If they hear this now, then they're going to be doing like Ikea with oh, the meatballs. With the Italians? No, Target. Oh, oh Target <laughs> oh, Field. hey, we got to think about this Italian thing that uh, that the head kid brought up. Yeah. That it will be on the tip of their tongue. <laughs> Top of mind awareness <laughs> for them, Jeremy. Top of mind awareness. I've done my part. My work here is finished. Yeah. Well, I I was uh, surprised uh, by how well the Cubs did in the second half. Oh, they were good. Wow. Yeah. And and what a turnaround. Uh, but uh, not enough of a turnaround for David Ross to remain manager. Yeah. Craig Council that set from a new, Milwaukee. That set a new. Ooh precedent didn't yeah. it yeah uh, huge that salary uh, probably long overdue in the world of managerial salaries true uh, i think they've been compared to the revenue that comes in and the job responsibilities they appear to have been underpaid but i know that subject of money in sports becomes a salty oh, one in a hurry yeah uh do you think maybe they hired him just because he has the same first initial and last initial that's my <laughs> guess chicago cubs, cubs. craig Council. craig Council. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I can see huge C's with both being laid out after that then. Uh, uh, the merchandise, you know. CC. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd have to win it in seven. Then it could be CC seven. Uh, that was my father's favorite drink. I could have the CC seven. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. It, it hasn't been my favorite drink, but that's okay. What has? It's just, well, that's, oh, uh, nowadays, nothing. Uh, I used to be a bourbon guy. Ah. Uh, yeah. That bourbon. Oh, yeah. It's, it was I, my I spirit to, animal. I got to taste uh, five different ones in Lynchburg, Tennessee, just a month back. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and brought home the commemorative bottle. You know, because there's a dry it's, county. It's a dry county, but yeah. they do allow uh, sampling on the distilleries. Yes, yes they, they, have they allow that. For that. And then you may buy a commemorative bottle in the gift shop. Yeah, of course you may. Yeah. So now, Lynchburg is the home of Jack Daniels. Yes, yes it is. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. A small town, quaint, uh, but uh, fun. Yeah. And we rode with, uh, we actually were staying in Mount Juliet. That's where my sister lives. Yeah. And about an hour and a half drive from there. Uh, although I think my sister might have made it in 58 minutes. Yeah. We call her Danger Diane now. Again, alliteration. Yeah. This is exactly. It is. People love it. I'll They're let the Cubs find out about her. <laughs> although she'd be at the ballpark in a hurry. <laughs> Chicago, yeah. I'll be right there. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, the one thing that I really would love, they, they don't let you taste it. But there's... A Sinatra select, Jack Daniels. Okay. Spendy. It's... But not as spendy as we had been told. Somebody had told us it was $1,100 a shot. And in the commemorative well, he's gift shop. King Louis. What was it in the gift shop? It's only 170 A bottle. I thought that was a tremendous bargain. But... My wife 
would not allow me to buy that one. Oh, don't don't you think that the markup for it still is an astonishing markup for the uh, like I'm wondering like if in a bar setting where they just have a premium price on that shot for the right. shock value. Or the well, the person that told us this said that was in Las Vegas. The eleven hundred dollars shot. It's in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, maybe they're an exaggerator. Either the hyperbolic <laughs> that, that type, yeah, yeah. It's, um, use a lot of big words, yeah, yeah. Thank you, and 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 then of course use them, you know, with alliteration. Uh, I could, I, I don't, I hadn't planned for that. Yeah, that wasn't part of what you thought when we were coming into this today. Nope. Uh, yeah. But I how came here I, from Brandon. Ah, uh, true. Don't I get a? Yes, you do. You got a free grace bottle of period. Water. Yeah. Free bottle of water. Free bottle of water. You know how? For those of you listening vintage. at home. The uh, bottle says on it, pure water, in case you were wondering. It also says, I listen to the Dave, Holly, the Dave Holly Hour yeah, podcast. Exactly. And yeah. it is local. Dakota Splash. It is local. Dakota Splash. Yeah. So they get a freebie on that one. Nice. Maybe, maybe they'll give me an extra case next time. <laughs> give the man what he wants. <laughs> Whatever he asks for, say <laughs> yes. Good callback. <laughs> All right. So we got Holiday Jam in there. We talked about Omaha. We talked about Spooncat. We talked about uh, baseball and yeah. Italians and mm-hmm. uh, everything else. Uh, and now, you know, um, beverages and so forth. Yeah. But uh, what is uh, your favorite food? Um, I, I think I like scallops a lot. Mm-hmm. We call them... Little pillows from heaven. <laughs> we had them for Thanksgiving. They're oh, really good. Oh, wow. I just really like scallops. Yeah. I know they're not for everybody, and you can't have them all the time. Right. I'm a piano yeah. player. But <laughs> still, it's they're good yeah. once in a while. Put a good sear on those. And, and it's it's tough to find good ones in the Midwest. I mean, they're yeah, available. They come from the sea. Right. So we, yeah. A store named Sea. Remember how uh, that's one thing that's changed quite a bit over the last generation is the availability of fresher or better quality seafood. Oh, true. Like as this yeah, city has grown and as yeah. expectations have changed in the shipping world, and it used to be quite a feat. Yeah, we you don't know, need to get, get that. that chicken Oscar down at Minerva's. <laughs> uh, we don't need to go by that nine ninety nine ring of uh, oh, of shrimp anymore. That's been there. The yeah, that that yeah. Yeah. You, that w- was lacquered, I think. <laughs> the individual pieces of shrimp were lacquered. It's how they retained their viability. Hey, look, they're still a good-looking color. Wish yeah. they ate these. Yeah. Tater, get some uh, tartar sauce and some cocktail sauce and mix them together. Mom, are you sure we can eat these? Yeah. You may throw up tomorrow morning, but yes, you may eat them. Uh, What's your favorite food? Oh. I can't pass up pizza. Mm. Yeah, that's a big world out there. Pizza. Is it ever? Uh, oh my! And I have I have different uh, stages as to how I uh, try them to critique them. I always like to uh, have it fresh out of the oven at the restaurant or pizza place. Did you bring a notepad? A little re- no, 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 no. Just a recorder. It's in your head. We lock all it up, up there. there. Okay. Uh, and then I also like it uh, as a carryout. And yeah. then, or delivery, 
And then leftover-wise, how is it cold? How is it microwaved? And how is it heated up? Uh-huh. And, okay. Uh, there, there's, we've got a few that passed the test. Uh, I, I will mention one because uh, the uh, owner of the restaurant is a mutual friend of ours. Okay. Mary Bella's. Yeah. Great pizza. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yep. And uh, I like Mary Bella's because they also happen to serve booze. Yeah. Those are <laughs> both good things. Yes, they are. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then it's it's really tough. You know, I, I'm i not a snob about it because uh, I'm one of those that I love, yeah. you know, just being able to say, yeah, this was good because. Not, oh, well, you know, it didn't measure up to this, but yeah. You try to find something good to yeah, say about it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I've always tried to do. Uh, I... I've uh, I was on the road long enough that we the options were not good sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's truck stop or bust. Oh, you have yeah. to pick from the available. Like that's another thing that's changed quite a bit. You can at least get hard boiled eggs now. Like, it used to be in some of those overnight places you couldn't get. Your options were that burrito. Yeah, you'd put it in the microwave. Would, like that's it. If yeah. you want quote protein unquote, those are your options. And some of that might have been prior to health inspections. Because that's increased quite a bit for convenience stores and truck stops and so forth. And, you know, at, uh, it could well, be. that can There's... only be in the case for two hours. And then it has to come out and be thrown away. But uh, I would imagine there were some things that might have been day old. A lot of stuff seems cleaner now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Remember the walls of some of those bars? Oh, goodness. <laughs> a guy with the top hat Spe- comes to mind oh. uh, when it was carpeted. Yes. We used to have a saying, Dave, where you know that lab in Sval, that big facility in Svalbard, that island northern Norway up north of the Arctic Circle where they have that big yeah. building that houses the world's biodiversity. And it's locked. It's a fortress. Whatever isn't in that lab was on the walls of the top hat. I've never been more sure of anything oh. in my entire life. <laughs> you know, that was one of those uh, when I was in the shrine and yeah. uh, people would go over there a lot. And uh, prior to the smoking ban, uh, that was one of those, you know, I, I don't smoke, but I could walk in there once a year and I had enough nicotine in my first five steps yeah. to survive for the year. It might have been a question for the Shriners, like for the when they did their insurance <laughs> questionnaires, like, do you go to the top yeah. end? Because that changes our numbers <laughs> drastically. We, we really need to know. Your loved ones need to know, too. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. The typical two questions as we finish up here. Yeah. When you're not part of the arts and entertainment world, what do you like to be entertained by? I like to be entertained by uh, reading, and I typically read nonfiction. I sometimes scold myself into wishing I stuck with more fiction more regularly mm-hmm. but i like to dive into the written word yeah anything you're reading right now i'm reading some books right now i'm reading a lot of stuff about the late 19th century i think it's a very undercovered part of american history and just world history we tend to gloss over it mm-hmm. a lot of major events in the 20th century and people know what they think they know about those events all that's fine yeah. but there is a lot in between the civil war and say the great depression that gets overlooked it's very formative of the way we live now and 
Interesting. I've been reading a lot yeah. of books in that well, area. There's a lot of marvelous stuff. That's, that period of time encompasses the birth of jazz, among other things. Right. So that's one of my... Oh, very, way, very. That's one of my hobby horses yeah. is reading books about and American uh, music. On the way down to uh, the Nashville area, yeah, uh, we were going to stay in Columbia, Missouri, the first night. And did you uh, go to Kansas City? Yes, we did. Did you go to the American Jazz? Yes, and because we were the going Baseball Hall of Fame. That's right next to it. Right, because right you buy on one ticket, and Vine. And you get yeah, a few bucks off the yeah, other you, one. You do went yeah. to both of them. It's fantastic. a fantastic way to. Yeah. Well, we had originally gone uh, just simply to go to Arthur Bryant's because I've been to Arthur Bryant's uh, several times. Yeah. Uh, it's like, gosh, you know, the Negro League Museum's right over here. Yeah. And I've never been to it. And we've got hours before we have to check in in Columbia, Missouri. And uh, so I was like, let's go to that. And then what's this? The jazz museum's connected with it? Yeah, and it's specifically <laughs> kind of, it's got a Kansas City-centric focus. Yes, it does. Count Basie and Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. All these performers, Miles Davis and his Missouri roots. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that had um, ties to that specific geographical region. Kansas City is its own stop in the blues history world, you know, up the, mm -hmm. up the train tracks from down in New Orleans. And then uh, I had to have my picture, you know, because they've got those big... Uh, plaques or whatever you want to call them that yeah, in the cement out front on, yeah, the, on the sidewalk yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh had to have my picture taken next to the one of marilyn may okay uh yeah because uh used to go see her uh every summer at the inn at okaboji when she would play that um and she and my folks graduated well it was uh, my dad and then marilyn and then my mom they didn't know each other from high school per se but uh, they were, you know, alum of the same. And that means you know something of Marilyn's formative years. Yeah. You kind of know what it was like based on your parents' experience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, boy, she was talented. Yeah. Oh, my. The She held the record on The Tonight Show huh. of being on the most times. That's a good record. To 76. Have. 76 times. Yeah. And then Johnny Carson one time, you know, because he never had her over on on the couch or, or uh, bring her over after performing. But the one thing he said was, you want to learn how to sing? That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, clearly, he must have considered her a favorite. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I'm sure Midwest uh, <clears throat> upbringing probably helped out with that, too. Could be. Yeah. Might have been. All right. Yeah. Final question then. <clears throat> okay. Any other hobbies? Any other uh, hobbies? Let's see. Uh, most of my hobbies involve just different branches of music, mm -hmm. I would say. I bet there's something. I like word games a lot. Ah. Uh, crosswords. And crosswords. And, yeah. Stuff like that. I'm a crossword Contests guy. Of, uh, I, yeah. I, when I get up in the morning, it's the way I'll kind of try to wake my brain up is yeah. the the battalion of wordle and its <laughs> derivations online all of those two words forward quartal octortal set a quartal you can do 16 at a time dave and i do it <laughs> i do it for the people <laughs> all right <laughs> oh too many quotes today
Too many quotes. Jeremy Hegg, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. Thank you, sir. Yeah. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E. M-O-F-F-I-T-T or call 605-929-0964. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Exo Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XL Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street, TJS Ceramics, inside Oscar's Mini Storage. Bisque, studio time, painting parties, and finished items are available. Visit TJS Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls today. Funny, engaging, connected. He's the entertainment reporter for Sioux Falls. Here's Dave Hawley. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, my goodness gracious. Sure, just say it along with me because you're getting so used to it. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And this is going to be very special because, yes, it's arts, it's entertainment, but it's also spiritual and holy as we are in our Christmas season. Mark Kinzemius from the Sioux Falls Catholic Diocese, how are you? I'm terrific. Thanks so Excellent. much, Dave. It's, it's been a long be time since we've chatted. Too long. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about that. Always have enjoyed that and working with you in the past. And uh, how many years now for Christmas at the cathedral? 27. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Well, this one little idea is... Yeah, you just know, carried on and on. Isn't that uh, interesting how that will happen, yeah. that uh, somebody gets an idea and uh, just says, hey, let's roll with it. And uh, all of a sudden, the next year, it's like, OK, how do we improve it? What else do we need to do? And so forth. So take us back to uh, 27 years ago and that uh, yeah. little idea. And what was uh, what was one of the performances like at that point? And what is it at now? Well, uh, it was the idea of Bishop Carlson, our bishop at Mm -hmm. the time. He said, you know, let's do something, Mark, that can bring the community together. Uh, He knew my background. I spent 13 years with a nonprofit called Up With People. Mm -hmm. It has a musical component to it. And so uh, I had enough production experience, Dave, to know that it's a lot of work. (laughs) So I dragged my feet. I didn't, oh, no way I want to do this. Uh, but finally gave in and he said, you know, I, I really think he talked different venues and ideas and he goes, let's do the cathedral. You know, it mm-hmm. really is in itself, uh, a part of the art and architecture True. of the community and it's a civic landmark yeah. and let's invite people in because, um, unfortunately some people for whatever reason, they don't feel like it's okay for them to go into the cathedral everybody's welcome it's everybody's cathedral you don't have to be catholic to go into the cathedral by any means and uh, we welcome everyone and so that was kind of the idea and let's do it at christmas time um in the very beginnings i okay where do i start 
and I reached out to Henry Charles Smith, who was the conductor at the time of the South Dakota Symphony Orchestra. Uh, And I had heard that Henry had a great love for the acoustics in the cathedral. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Henry didn't hesitate. He said, absolutely, Mark, let's do it. And it was a chamber orchestra that we brought in. Basically, um, just did a number of uh, what he called symphonias. And I'm really quite naive when it comes to uh, all the, the music that's out there. And he helped teach me a lot through that. And the second half, we brought in the cathedral choir and we did parts of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. And um, with my up with people background, I thought, you know, th- this is great. The people really responded. We did two concerts. Um, and there was a lot of interest to continue, but I thought, let's tell a story. Let's not only entertain, but let's tell right. a story. And um, one of my pet peeves in a production is to watch whoever it is, whatever it is, let's say the choir get off and on the risers. I just feel like we don't need to watch them get off and on. Let's mm-hmm. So we can tell a story while they're getting on the risers. And mm-hmm. then as soon as that story's over, the lights come on and there they are. Yeah. And then you tell some more story and before you know it, they're off. And, and that's kind of how we focused on um, a theme. We tied the concert together that way. And um, there's something about you know, as a Christian, you know, it's Christmas, but it's really the incarnation for us as Christians. Mm-hmm. So it's this idea that God would humble himself and come down to earth and do it in the form of us and of a human being and in such a vulnerable situation as uh, homeless in, in a cave, if you will, <laughs> amongst animals and, in, and as a baby, you know, how, how much more vulnerable can he get? So it's a really cool, amazing story just to talk about that. And then there's all of these different perspectives. So uh, we haven't run out of them. Nobody's gotten yeah, bored. Yeah, I was going to say, over the 27 you know. years, I've, I've, I've not seen a repeat. No, we, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we write it fresh every yeah. year. And uh, this year we're taking the perspective of uh, the Magi. Uh-huh. And we have one character in particular who will carry us through this. I learned that the singular form of Magi is Magus. Yeah. So our Magus is, uh, uh, we, we, gosh, we were crazy and we reached out to Mark Christopher Lawrence. Uh, he's a professional actor, mm-hmm. um, known probably uh, most notable as Big Mike on the sitcom, NBC sitcom um, Chuck. Right. And, uh, and he's been in movies and a variety of things. And Yeah, you'll recognize him yeah. when you see him. Yeah, and yeah. I was so surprised he said yes. Wow. And so he's going to be our, our Magoose. He's going to be the character and carry us through this incredible story. And, and really, when you do it from the first person, there's a perspective that you're mm-hmm. able to walk in their shoes and go, wow, I had no idea yeah. that's what it might have been like. And so it's a, it's a lot of fun. And then you had beautiful music in a beautiful space. And uh, it, it's, it's pretty hard to mess it up, you know, quite frankly. Yeah. So what kind of research did you do to write this then? Well, we have, uh, over the years we've evolved. I'm getting to the point where um, if the Lord would have it, I would hope that it would live on beyond me if that's what would happen. And so we have a creative team of Dan Goler, who's the music director and conductor, Apollonia Davalos, who's who? just... Apollonia, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. Uh, you can't miss her if she's in the room, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I love Apollonia, and she brings such great spirit. Oh, to she you does, and heart to the production. Yeah. And then Joe Obermuller, who's okay. the former From head of theater at uh, USF, USF and, yeah. yeah, 
And so uh, that's the core creative team. And we started right after last year's Christmas at the cathedral was over. It's the best time to process and say what didn't work, what did work, and uh, where would we want to go? And so we met monthly January through May, and we pretty much um, landed on the theme, and we started putting mm-hmm. kind of the bones together, and then the skin on that. And um, by June, it was pretty solid, which it needs to be because then Dan Goler, the music director, he has to then pull all the music in, and and he arranges much of the music just for this concert. Wow! And yeah. if we're missing something. Dan's got this extraordinary ability to compose music also. <laughs> you just don't find very many people who can not only yeah. conduct and arrange, but right. also so compose. It, right, yeah. yeah. It gives you a lot of weapons then. It does. Yeah. Again, it's pretty hard to mess up yeah. when you got all those weapons. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the things I've always loved about you, your positive attitude toward any project uh, that you take on. Uh, what are the difficulties, though, uh, in putting something like this together, though? Well, that's a great question. I'd say first and foremost, it is not a production facility, if you will. So mm-hmm. it's not a theater. Right. And I already I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, I've said it to Mark Christopher Lawrence over the phone and on Zoom and as we've communicated, but I'm going to have to say as soon as he arrives and walks in, hey, remember, Mark, this is <laughs> worship space. It's right. over 100 years old. Not a, not a sound stage. No, it's 120 years old. We don't, you know, our green room is the back room in this storage room in the sacristy you know it's and off stage is really limited and everything but um i'd say that's the biggest challenge and then it's also it's an active very active parish mm-hmm. so there are six performances that we do in four days but during those same four days there are five worship services going on wow so we have to strike and say yeah and one of those six performances we do is also um, videotaped for television. So mm-hmm. we have a whole nother production, if you will, right. that's going on. So there's a, there's just a ton of activity. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it's always great to see and uh, looking forward to it. So what do we have for dates and so forth this year? Well, it's uh, December 14th through the 17th. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, 14th through 17th. And we have matinees on Saturday, the 16th and the 17th. All right. I'm, I yeah. have the feeling it'll probably have to be the evening show on Sunday. Do you call it a show? Well, we we have a uh, concert. Concert. Concert, yeah. yeah. You know, Production because, or concert. Right, you don't want to take away from the, the aspect of it, you know, that this isn't, uh, you know, the old Bing Crosby, Bob Hope type thing. This is talking about the Lord and uh, how, uh, you know, Christians began, basically. Yeah. And you're telling that story with reverence. Uh, but yet it is, you know, meant to, to be something to bring people together. Absolutely. And it's, it's very entertaining. Uh, the two soloists are from Nashville. They're fantastic. They've been here before. They're returning. Shelly Jennings uh, is our soprano. And Carlos Santiago is our tenor. Uh, I mean, there are pieces in here. If you can, I'm just trying to give you a little picture. There's There'll be a moment where our Magus is like just so discouraged because he mm-hmm. took off. He had no clue. He just went on faith, you know, and was following stars and scripture and different readings he could find and just knew that the Messiah, you know, was prophesied to be born. And then all of a sudden a star appears, you know, but he runs into Herod and he runs into these different things, these problems. And he gets pretty discouraged and going, where are you, Lord? You know, and all this. And uh, it's relatable. 
because I have those moments. I had that today, <laughs> as a matter of fact, that happened. And then we bring in a beautiful piece of music. Um, this one piece is called, uh, Natalie Grant sings, it's called Face to Face. And it, it, you just, it brings in that emotion when you're in that space and we bring special lighting in and you've got this story, uh, that message. And um, uh, it's, it's not unusual to see the emotional expression in the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, and that always uh, just means a lot because yeah. it's going to be different for everybody as, every, as every art time, does. Yeah. Right? Every, every time I've been there, I've been moved. You know, it, it is a very moving experience to, to see that. And it, uh, just the glory of the story. Uh, and then in that cathedral is uh, phenomenal. Uh, and I like the fact that you do say that, that, you know, it's everybody's cathedral. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody's so, welcome. Yeah. So what, what's the type of response you get from people that have never been there before and they come to this? Yeah, that's a, uh, another really terrific question. You know, we, we haven't done a scientific study, but we think well over half of the people who are there are not Catholic. Mm -hmm. uh, so they wouldn't be regular um, attendees. And uh, every year, you can just tell if you stand, you know, as people walk in, their <laughs> their heads go up and they go, wow, you know, you can see the expression on their face. They'll even verbalize some of it and they're looking, and you can tell this mm -hmm. is their first time in the, in the space. Uh, we hope they'll come back. You know, it's, um, that's the thing about art and architecture and music and, you know, it, it lifts the spirit. It takes us to another place. And I've learned this um, through the restoration of the cathedral. The stained glass tells stories, mm -hmm. but it also allows us to go in and to be able to sort of shut out <laughs> all those distractions, all those yeah. things out there so that we can hear God. We can experience God. He's always there, no matter where we are in the middle of a busy street. But you can hear him a little bit better when you're quiet and you're in a receptive mode. And I think that's what the cathedral does. How did you end up getting into this? Because you said, you know, you had your production background with uh, Up With People. Yeah. Uh, what uh, landed you with uh, being in charge of, of putting this together That's besides a, the bishop? Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, I run the Catholic Community Foundation. Yeah. So it's I'm into philanthropy. Uh, and that's a real great joy. I get to be around a lot of really generous people who are grateful. Mm -hmm. I get to experience that joy. Um you know, I humbly, I'd like to say the Holy Spirit, because uh, even though I have the production background, I'm the example of the guy in the corner when they say you don't need talent to be in up with people. <laughs> that was me. I'm the poster child for that. But when you're around it, you pick up things. Right. And, I, you know, my colleagues from back in the day, when they hear I'm producing and directing this, they're like, what? Conzemius? No way. <laughs> um, so I, it, you know, it, it just inspired Bishop. And I kind of like to take a chance once in a while on mm -hmm. something and give it a try. And, um, the biggest thing I would say is, um, my, my gift, I think, cause I reflect on it over 27 years is to bring talent together. I'm not the talent. I, I can't do what Dan does. Yeah. I can't do what Apollonia does or Joe or any of our performers here, but I can bring them together. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's my gift. Anybody listening out there, you might like, I don't play an instrument. You may not play an instrument. I don't read music. And yet I'm producing this thing 27 <laughs> years later. Uh, don't don't give up on yourself. There's there's a it's gift true. that everybody can bring yeah. that can make things happen. And mine happens to be sort of that galvanizer that pulls people together. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the way that this show works. Uh, you know, I'm not the talent. <laughs> I talk to people. My passion is everybody else's passion. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's uh, always uh, great to see you and to see uh, you have such an uplifting spirit. And then uh, you brought up Apollonia's name. Uh, and uh, we talked before we started that um, she is the personification of spirit. She is. Yeah. That yeah. woman is just, uh, you know, yeah. and like you said, you know, if she's in the room, the party has started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's genuine, sincere. It's who she yes. is. And we all have that gift. And yeah. you might kind of sit back and look and admire and wonder how does she do it. But she's just being herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, you know, we're all sometimes being self-conscious is good to a certain limit. Right. But I think sometimes we should uh, let go and just allow things yeah. to happen or reach out. That's what she does. Reach out. She'll give a stranger a hug. That and she would. Just, you know, and that stranger is going to be better for it. And yeah, we all be better if we kind of reached out and hugged a stranger more often. <laughs> what do you think is the most intriguing part for people when they get to the cathedral and experience this? Uh, I, I think the most intriguing thing and some of the feedback we hear is you come in, you know, let's face it, uh, life is busy, it's complicated, and there's a lot of things to do and there's a lot of to-do lists and you're checking them off, especially at Christmas time. And you might even be wondering, like, why did I say yes to go to this concert? Oh, mm. my gosh, I don't have time for it. But you, I paid for it, so I'm going to go. And once they're there, I mean, we even the opening number, we even talk about it. That's the reality is you're thinking about the babysitter. Oh, did I do this with the dog? Did I do whatever <laughs> you're thinking? This thing at work you had to deal with. But by the two, three minutes into the song, by the time that song is done, you've forgotten about right. that. And uh, we like to think that because of how everything works together with the arc and architecture, I mean, the Magus will be in the center aisle. He'll be around. Like, there's no proscenium. You know, like I said, it's not a theater. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody is in the production, if you will. And when all of that surrounds you with that eight-second delay, that ambiance of the acoustics of the cathedral, I think that's what moves people the most and surprises them the most. And they walk out going, I had no idea yeah. that's what the Magus went through. Because what we're going to do is tell the story of the birth. And if you read scripture, it says they, once they were there, they immediately fell on their knees. Like, they knew. They knew this, but they didn't still didn't know the end of the story or the fulfillment, I should say, mm -hmm. the story. And the fulfillment of the story is 33 years later. later. Yeah. And so they go back to Persia and we actually tell that story. As word gets back to Persia, this Messiah, this child has grown and he was crucified. But then he hears, oh my gosh, he rose from the dead? What? You know, and then all of this connects these dots and the fulfillment of all that, and uh, and how life has changed forever. His life has changed forever. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the Magi, that was uh, one thing that, you know, growing up in Sunday school and Christmas programs, I, I got to be one of the kings several times. Nice. <laughs> I always wanted to be one of those but, guys. Uh, why did you uh, perceive that then for this year? You know, it was primarily, and I think back as a team, we had various different perspectives we were talking about. It was really Dan Goler's inspiration, and he kept going back to it. He he um, is really moved and inspired. Uh, I, I can't express enough how talented Dan is, perfect pitch and all these things. Um, but he's very humble, 
And his thing is that he wants to do it with meaning and purpose. Mm-hmm. And he thought this story of the Magi, because they absolutely did not know the outcome, but they started on a journey not knowing where it was going to go, but it was in pursuit of understanding and pursuit of, of truth and meaning and the Messiah, ultimately. They'd heard so much about this, so much was written about it. Um, that, that just really moved him. And, he, and I, I really thought it was a little bit too out there, too abstract, and he kept pulling us back and pulling us back. And finally, I kind of gave up in a way, you know, but you yeah. do that in a creative, a, a good way sense. And we all got on board, and then we all pitched in and helped with our own ideas around it. But I think that was the, the primary thing. Um, and that even we all may have moments in our lives where you just, like, there's some sense of this understanding. There's light that comes into the, our darkness. And, and yet, it's not fulfilled yet. I mean, tomorrow comes, and the next day comes, and all that. It's like going on a retreat. If any, anybody's been on one, or you go on a vacation, or you go to the mountaintop, they talk about the mountaintop experience, but you still got to come down. Mm-hmm. And and so that, in a sense, was the experience of this Magus, the Magi. Uh, but then it came to fulfillment at the very end. And we can all relate to that. Any sing-alongs? There is a sing-along. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of part of the tradition. I, Absolutely. I was going to say, I've, I've always experienced yeah. that. That's yeah. always great when you get... Uh, how many does it hold? Uh, the cathedral holds just under 900. Okay. And the way we fit 900 in, we try to do it comfortably mm-hmm. and still accommodate all of the demand, if you will. There's We have 5,000 seats out of the six concerts, roughly. Um, so it's like 850, 870. But we take, it's called the transepts. The, everything about the cathedral teaches. So if you looked at the cathedral from above, it's in the form of a cross, crucifix. Yeah. So the two arms, if you will, are called transepts. We remove those pews and we put in chairs, chairs and they face in and we can fit 300 people total, 150 in each of those transepts with the ah. concerts. It's a lot of work to do that, but to hire six concerts, that's a lot of people, which really uh, helps us to fit as, mu- as many as possible. Yeah, but still, you know, when you do a sing-along and you've got several hundred people yeah. as your choir then. Uh, well, and this year we got the... The choir, it's a 50-member choir. It's its auditioned. I mean, you they, they keep up in their game every year, and mm-hmm. they're very committed. They actually are going to fill the outside aisles all the way from the back to the front. Oh, wow. So it's going to be stereo and 3D, I yeah. guess, right? <laughs> 5.1 uh, surround sound for sure. All right. Christmas yeah. at the cathedral. Uh, the Heavens Declare is what you've uh, labeled it as this year. The Heavens Declare because... Uh, these were the Magi learned men who studied the stars, mm-hmm. and the heavens declared the birth of the Messiah. December 14th through the 17th, Thursday night at uh, 7.30, Friday night 7.30, then Saturday, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 7.30 in the evening, and then Sunday the 17th, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, 7.30 in the evening. And uh, a great uh, group that you are uh, in charge of getting together, as yes. you like to say, and uh, a fantastic uh, alignment of everything that goes into this production. And uh, so glad that uh, you continue to do this year in and year out, Mark. And uh, how many more for you? Uh, 
who knows for sure, but uh-huh. I actually am retiring as president of the foundation right. in January. Uh-huh. And then uh, the board of directors has asked me to stay on for five more years. And my goal during those five years is to continue to grow this creative team so I mm-hmm. can quietly step out the door and nobody yeah. even knows I was... I'm, I'm not there or was there even. Right. You know, that would be my hope. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, where do we get tickets? Tickets are available. If, if you want to get a physical ticket, you can go to Hy-Vee stores mm-hmm. here in the Sioux Falls area. Uh, they're at the customer service. You can also uh, call our office, the Catholic Community Foundation office, 988-3765. Uh, and, of course, a lot of people like to purchase online. That's CCFESD. Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota.org. But just Google Christmas at the cathedral. That's the easy <laughs> way. Google way Christmas Cathedral, <laughs> and you'll see it'll show up there, and it'll take you to our website. Yeah. All right. Now, I typically end with two questions when oh. uh, it comes to having a conversation with people involved in the arts and entertainment. Now, you will um, undoubtedly say that, you know, you, you don't want to play an instrument, etc., but uh, you're still involved with arts and entertainment in this. And so when you're not part of that, what do you like to be entertained by? Mm. What do I like to be entertained by? You know, for me, uh, are you talking about like, is this globally? I mean, is globally. as big as you want to be? Yep. You're talking about a group or instrument or anything? A I mean, genre to me, of something? Oh, I see. You know, yeah. you're into yeah. you know, film or... Yeah. Oh, well, you know, for me, I, I will have to say I, I love storytelling through film. Mm-hmm. I think it's that is a real gift. And, um, and especially because I think more and more our society is communicates through video, through story. True. I, I think that's a, a tremendous gift. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really like, I, I'm inspired by other people's stories. So it's the, uh, I, maybe there's others like me, because whenever a movie shows up and says, based on a true story, I'm, I'm all <laughs> in. One, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. Uh, any other hobbies? Yeah, you know, um, I like to do um, kind of woodworking, anything with mm-hmm. my hands, uh, and, and more than like furniture, it's actually like work on the house, and we're, right. we got remodeling going on i enjoy that i uh we're blessed to have a little cabin up in northern minnesota so i work oh, on that nice. but my other hobby with that is water skiing oh yeah i still fortunate enough to have good enough health i can slalom so. i was gonna say you don't yeah. have spare parts then no i'm still good. okay I'm I'm, still i've good. got a few so I, I had to give up snow skiing and golf <laughs> i figured out I, I, every time i get on the ski i figure this could be my last one <laughs> enjoy it yeah. all right mark Zemius, thank you so much looking forward to christmas at the cathedral again december 14th through the 17th appreciate you taking time to be on the show always great to be with you thanks for all you do for the community oh i appreciate that thank you and we'll be back to wrap up the dave holly hour in just a moment Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. 
Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Hot? No. Cute? No. Ruggedly handsome? Yes. Once again, here's Dave Holly. Thanks again to my guests, Jeremy Haig and Mark Kanzemius. As always, biggest thank you goes to each of you that listen, download, share, and follow. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Now, besides information about the show, you'll find out when Dave Holly Hour Trivia is going on at Chasers. Now, for all 207 episodes, go online, DaveHollyHour.com. By the way, use the search function on our website to look up when your favorite artists have been on before and listen to any of those previous episodes. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics Studio, Posh Boutique, The Sky and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 